Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Through Our Eyes. I hope that you are all okay, all safe, all healthy, and that most of all, <laughs> you are very, very excited for today's episode because I really, really am. So, for today, I thought that it would be interesting to just explore the theme of self-love because I feel like the relationship that we have with ourselves is the most important one and unfortunately we overlook it and disregard it to focus on other things that seem more important when if we don't invest in ourselves then it's going to be hard to show up and be our best version and just do our best. For today I invited one of my very dear friends, someone that I really admire and that just has such a beautiful and inspiring story to share with you guys so let's go. Hey Maxine, how are you? Hello, I'm fine. How about you? I'm alright. Thank you so much for accepting to do this and being here with me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I feel honored to be invited here, really. It's really such a privilege. Thank you. I couldn't, I feel like I couldn't have chosen, you know, a better person to discuss self-care and self-love because, you know, what made me want to do this episode with you was a caption that you posted on Instagram. It's a picture that you posted and the caption was just so inspiring. And I, w I wasn't that surprised when I discovered that you actually have a non-profit centered around oh, yeah. that. Yeah, um, it's actually called First Help. So I'm part of a nonprofit called First Help. It's just we're just a startup organization. Um, right now we have we currently have four members. So basically, First Help it's an organization that advocates for community care. Um, it's also a social initiative that aims to help every person fulfill, fulfill their potential by making sure they always have access to someone who is willing, able, and ready to provide basic mental health care. So yeah, that's basically what it's all about. That is absolutely amazing. Could you tell us a bit more about the inspiration behind that? Like what really, you know, gave you the inspiration to pursue such a project? Well, I was... First initial, I first was was part of um, a huge a, a huge event. Um, it's called Help Summit. So it's like um, this summit about going beyond mental health awareness and po possibly taking action. So I was part of the organizing committee for that, and the one the founder actually of First Help, Michael Fuwa. 
he approached us and asked if we would want to be part of First Help. So it was really something close to my heart because you know, I'm also an advocate for mental health, as you as you probably read in the caption of on my photo in, on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. As a kid, um, how would you describe the beginning of your experience with all of that? Did you deal with many insecurities growing up? Well, to be honest, um, as a kid, I was very well supported by my parents. Um, they believed in me. They think that, they believe that, they know that I can go do all the things that I wanted to do. So growing up, I had this healthy environment, right? But then there, were, there came a time when I was in fifth or sixth grade, I started having, having these thoughts, having these insecurities that I didn't really pay much attention to. But yeah, I started because I started um, becoming bullied. I was bullied um, sixth grade, so I had to transfer school. So when and then when I first went into high school, I was also bullied there. So What? yeah, that yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, for in high school, they really didn't like me because I was a new a new kid. I guess they didn't like the new kid. And um, a lot of girls actually were ganging up on me. So imagine I was a freshman then. And then these students were like junior or senior high school students. And they would like um, pick on me and stuff and try to humiliate me in school events. So I started becoming really insecure because um, it really messes up with your head. Like, why are these people um, making fun of me? Is there anything that I'm doing wrong? And it didn't help that I was, um, I was participating in a school pageant in high school first year. It's like um, it's called a Mister and Miss Freshman. Yeah. And then when I was performing my talent, people would laugh when it was my turn. So I was that like, is so what? mean. Yeah, yeah. So really, it was the start of my insecurity. Insecurities. Like I was asking myself. What's wrong with me? I am I doing anything wrong? Is there something with the way that I look? Because I like dressing up. So whenever there was a school event, I would like to dress myself up, and they would make fun of me for that. So that was really this, the beginning of all my insecurities. You know, now with a step back, and now that I think that we're older. I think that they were actually reflecting their own insecurities on you. Like you like to dress up and you had the courage to apply for all of these events and maybe they did not. So they felt like by bullying you and by making you feel like what you were doing was wrong, they could feel better themselves. That's so twisted, but maybe this is yeah. what really let them to do that. Yeah, um, actually, until now, I still have, like, no idea why they did what they did. But, yeah, it really affected me growing up, so I was afraid. I mean, I still dressed up because my mom wanted me to dress up, but I would become very afraid of what people would think. Um, I became very conscious of how I look. Um, is my body looking right? Is my, te is my teeth okay? Or am I putting on too much makeup and stuff like that? So... It was really a struggle, especially those are the adolescent years. Yeah. So, you know, the 
major problems and those kind of stuff that we struggle with and a lot of changes are happening in our bodies and stuff. So it wasn't really helpful also that, you know, it's puberty. So I'm pretty sure everyone everyone understands when I say that. Yeah, definitely. This is honestly, I think bullying is just something so, something that should be just removed from the facet of the earth. Because what do they even gain by bullying people? By by making someone feel bad about themselves? What would you gain? I, I, I never understood it. And I just, I don't understand why people do it. Yeah, me too. And it didn't help. I mean, I did have friends that supported me. But, you know, as time went by in high school, as we progressed through the level, so I was a sophomore, a junior, and then I became a senior. Um, Even then, my friends would be saying stuff about me also. They would tell me, why are you like this? Why are you acting this way? So the... I mean, it, I can deal with other people outside of my circle saying stuff about me, but it still affected me, but I can deal with that. But having your close friends, your close circle say these things to you, it really made me stop and think, wow, is there really something wrong with me? And then I became super duper conscious of everything. It's like my all of my movements, they have to be calculated, they have to be perfect. Otherwise, someone might see something and say something about me. But how like every move I make has to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like I was under a microscope or that um, someone was observing every move I make, Um, the way I walk, they would always comment on the way I walk. They also commented, with the way I speak, because I like to speak in English, and they criticize me for that. I got the same thing. Like, that happened to me last year, actually, when I first moved to Algeria. I didn't speak Arabic very well, so I spoke French a lot. And people were just like, why do you do that? Like, do you want to, do you want attention? Are you looking to make us feel like you're better than us? And I was like, that has nothing to do with you. It's just that I feel more comfortable like this. And that's, that has nothing to do with you, literally. You know what? I, I really don't get that. I mean, you're just speaking a language that you may be com- more comfortable with. And it's not, you know, you're not doing anything wrong with doing that. And actually, it's, it's really so absurd to me how someone can just say, hey, you're doing this because you're trying to show off or something. It's like, exactly. Why can't they just let you be? Exactly. Why can just people let each other be, to be honest? <laughs> yeah. So when all of that happened and, you know, I think it was really a tough period and you have so much courage for getting through it and just being able to, you know, share all of these information. So thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. Yeah. What were the main emotions that you were dealing with at the time, apart from like uncertainty and insecurity, feeling like you're not enough? I did feel a lot of um, negative emotions. I'd become angry. I think that's something 
that's not talked about enough. Like I was sad about my body. I was disappointed with how I looked. But really, I just felt so angry that why did I have to look this way? I was angry about things that I couldn't control. So I didn't get why people were doing this to me. So like, why are you guys doing that? So I felt very angry. I felt very alone. And I, it's a really just a sad, sad, sad phase of my of my life. So I became, I started feeling depression also, mm-hmm. and I did become very paranoid. Paranoid in a sense that, um, for example, when I sit in a certain spot and the person beside me suddenly stands up for whatever reason, I would immediately immediately think that oh this person doesn't want to sit with me even if that's like not the reason and that's so absurd so it came to a point I became so paranoid also and it didn't help because people people were comparing me and my sister so they were telling me oh your sister my younger sister Mm -hmm. well we are one year apart so when I was a senior she was a junior so like that so I was like, they were always comparing us the way we dress, and they would tell my that tell me that, hey, your sister is so fashionable. Why aren't you like her? And even my mom, even my mom would say things like that. Hey, you should fix yourself up more. Look at your sister; she knows how to do this. She looks like, um, you know, like a teenager. And there's me. Like I don't know. <laughs> What she meant by that actually so yeah so I was really feeling very sad disappointed and really depressed did you ever confront those people and ask them why they did that to you to be honest I never did um I never asked them why I was I guess I was also very afraid of them um, yeah. all I wanted was to get their approval. But what were you so scared of? I was scared of what they will think and what they might say. Um, because they, even though they never really directly said anything to me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still afraid to find out the truth of what they really think of me. Mm-hmm. So I just never tried to ask them about it I never tried to talk to them about it because I didn't want them to to feel like oh why are you asking me this but are you are you insecure I I didn't want to show that and I felt like I was weak if I did that oh yeah I understand that point of view feeling like even though they are affecting you they shouldn't really know that they are affecting you that much yeah in a way exactly in a way, I think, you know, maybe with a step back, maybe not on the spot as it is happening, but maybe with a step back and with a little bit of time passing, it would be great to just like go like, you did this to me, why? You know, just confronting them and having them own up their mistakes because that's the thing. I think most of us don't actually realize that we are impacting people that much, you know, whether it is like negative or positive, we don't speak up enough on how other people have affected us. And that's honestly just something that should be done more often, I feel like. 
because it can make people aware of what they're doing and how they're impacting others like for example those people were very mean and that is not something that should be done and I do think that you know with peer pressure and all of that we I think we all did that at some point to someone else and just owning up to it would make us feel more conscious of how our actions would affect other people in the future so that's just something that we should all do I think (laughs) yeah I completely agree um if ever I had that courage to talk to them back back in time um I would definitely will but yeah I guess during that time I just didn't really have the courage to do so and I wish I did and I wish more people have the courage to talk to people and confront them Definitely. And how about now? How is your relationship with yourself right now? Oh, I'm doing better, actually. I'm doing very well. I have forgiven myself. I have learned to love myself and accept myself for whoever I am and for whoever I will be. So... But it wasn't easy getting here. Even after high school, I did struggle a lot, especially when I lost two of my closest friends. So I even after high school, I did go through um, an even lower point, so to speak. So I wasn't really confident. And then add that to my friend of seven years, two friends of seven years that they suddenly ditched me so it really affected me but now i found good people that support me and that really helped me a lot yeah definitely it's important to be you know surrounded by people that support you instead of people that bring you down and that just make you feel bad about yourself because those are toxic people yeah those are people that should stay far 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 away from you <laughs> What was the turning point? What triggered this and made you invest more in yourself? Well, I think it um, it came to a point. My turning point was when I was at my lowest point. So this is the time where I lost all of my close friends and I'm struggling with, uh, with my course. So my course, I used to be a veterinary medicine student. And then I was failing my academics. I lost my friends. And like everything seems to be going downhill. And then I decided I didn't want to. I got so, so fed up of feeling, feeling this way, like feeling like feeling defeated. And I wanted to stop pitying myself, if, if that makes sense. So... Mm-hmm. I wanted a fresh start, a fresh start, because there was, I joined this group, um, you, you saw this in my Instagram post, so I joined this community, it's like, um, it's like actually a beauty community, it's all about makeup, so it's a, it's, um, it's a Facebook group created by a, a local brand here in the Philippines, so uh, the name is Colorette. The, the post that you saw was actually an audition for them. 
Oh yeah. And so the group, yeah, it's um the company is all about women empowerment and they advocate for beauty in all ways. So I joined that group and then I also shifted my course. So I from being a veterinary student, I was now a human ecology student. So it's like, okay, I want to start again. I want to give myself another chance. And then I I realized that when I was at my lawyer, I had nothing. I, I mean, at least I felt like I had nothing. Mm-hmm. And then I just, you know, it's, it's not really um, one turning point. It's just like this accumulation of everything. And it's me slowly realizing that I feel like I deserve more in life. Yes. So, and you know, it, and I also got scared because I felt like I was running out of time and I feel like I'm wasting, I'm wasting my life away. And then I asked myself, are you happy with who you are? And I, I instantly knew the answer to that. No, I wasn't happy with who I was, but is there anything I can do? Is there anything I should do so that I can be happy with myself? Because I was so, I felt so tired of hating myself. I felt so tired of blaming myself. And I also stumbled upon this amazing quote. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I read something that um, people tend to be so, so mean to themselves. Yeah. And when I read that, I I was like, yeah, I have been so mean to myself. I was even more mean. I was meaner than my bullies. And why why was that? So I was asking, why why are we mean to ourselves the most when we can give all this love to other people and we cannot even give it to ourselves? So yeah, yeah so I so I wanted to be kinder to myself and I tried that step by step. So it wasn't just like a one-day process. It takes yeah, it was time. a journey. It honestly takes yeah, it so much time, especially coming from a place where you were dealing with yourself with so many negative emotions, and now learning to, you know, be kinder and be more loving towards yourself. That takes a lot of time. Yeah. How did it feel to let go of all of the negative beliefs? Because I believe, especially if it's a journey. Not all days are good days. For, how was it overall? Well, it was, it was something that I kept asking myself, like, how do I let go? Because it, honestly, it was something I didn't know how to do. Like, how, how can I let go of these ne- negative beliefs? When I finally was able to do that, um. I felt like, wow, it felt, I felt so, so relieved to let yeah. go of all those negative beliefs. Yeah. It's like freedom. It felt like, yeah, it's like freedom. Finally, like a weight was lifted off my shoulders that I didn't even realize I was carrying so much weight. That is so inspiring. How was your journey towards self-love and confidence? Like what were the habits and the things that you had to implement in order to, you know, change your relationship with yourself? 
Well, for starters, I I just started small. So it wasn't really much of a big leap. So I just started by, you know, whenever I take selfies or, you know, or look in the mirror, I try to look for things that are positive. So I would think to myself, oh, wow, this is like a good picture of me. I look really beautiful. Or when whenever I'm tasked with um, anything academic related, um, I would tell, I would believe in myself. Oh, um, yeah, I can do this because I think I feel like <laughs> I know that I'm smart and I do have like the brains for this. So it's you know those little things that you tell yourself. It really I feel like it really really exudes a positive energy that soon that can really make you feel good. And sometimes, you know, I would look in the mirror and just smile. Because I, I read somewhere that if you smile, yeah, it, it releases like a good good hormone. So, I, you know, I was just randomly smiling. Um, and then I was just thinking to myself, I tried to find things that are more positive. I tried to shift my focus. I mean, the negative thoughts are still there. Um, I mean, whenever I look at the picture, my first thought some is still, I mean, to, sometimes even to this day, oh, I really don't like this picture of myself. But then I would force myself to like stare, stare at that photo of myself or the, the, the photo that I think I don't look good in and really, really just take it in, Re, you know, take it in. And then I would say, no. I would cancel out those negative thoughts. It's like I have, I was having an internal conversation with myself. Like the negative thinking would be, oh, you look so ugly. That your teeth look weird. You have a big nose or stuff like that. And then I would try, whenever I catch myself thinking that, I'd be immediately, no, it looks, it looks fine. It looks okay actually like it's, yeah it doesn't have to be like oh wow you're such a goddess but it it starts with that being okay with how you are so it just built built from there actually from there on I just built myself up um I would force it really involved forcing myself a lot like for example um there's this really cute top. It, I remember this day distinctively because there's this like cute crop top. It's not really much of a crop top, but it was still short enough. And that would show some of my um, midriff. And, you know, I remember looking in the mirror and I'm, I felt really insecure. I, I didn't want to wear this. I didn't want to go out. And then... You know what my what my friend just told me. She was with me at the time. Um, she told she told me just go out. You know, just do it. Just go out. And then I did. I just forced myself to go out. This, despite me thinking I don't look good in this. I don't want to wear this anymore. I just marched my marched right through it. I soldiered my way through <laughs> it. If that makes sense. <laughs> this is honestly amazing. I think I, I was lucky to never really be in a toxic environment where I 
felt, I think, the way you did. But the way that I just stopped looking at myself negatively was, you know, telling myself that everyone around you um, is okay with the way you look. They have, they don't say anything about that. So why would you be mean to yourself? You know, it was just like, if people are okay with it, why would I just torture myself for something that I cannot change? You know, like I can't change the way my face looks or the way my body looks. I can, but like, we can't really change these little things about ourselves. And at the end of the day, it's what makes us unique, you know? Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. It's especially the part, you know, you can't do really anything to change it. Like this is what you were given. So why would you be sad about it and, you know, make your life like, miserable I mean I'm not saying that it's your choice I mean it's definitely not anyone's choice everybody goes through it but then you know I wanted to be happy I wanted to feel positive and it would if it if it meant that I should accept myself then okay try my best to accept myself so it's like you know that saying you fake it till you make it yeah that was really also a big part of of how I did how I came to to right now to being more confident to to loving myself more. So I just you know I just pretended, you know like I pretended okay let's say you're just acting okay so you just you're doing this for a role because I wanted um when I was a little kid I wanted to become an actress so mm-hmm. right now that's what I would always tell myself yeah. Um, like you know, with wearing um, with with wearing clothes that I think might not look good on me, and then it started with that crop crop top. Like when I went out, no one was really minding me, and no one really yeah. didn't notice anything. And and you know, I thought to myself, "Wow, I felt I feel so silly." Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, you know, it's all about realizing yeah, that like, at the end of the day, we are all going through the same thing. We all have questions that, you know, that rise all the time. We all have little problems that we need to solve with ourselves. And we all have these yeah. issues. Like, for some people, they don't feel like they belong in their own body. It's just everyone goes through this. And one thing that just helped me build my confidence is just saying that we're all going through this and you know if if other people could make it and they could you know proudly just be their confident self then so can I it's something that we can build with time something that needs time to grow but it's definitely something that we can all achieve and that we can all you know be able to live with I love that you said that I love that you said that really um, especially <laughs> yeah I mean it really resonated with me because you know um a huge a very very huge factor for m- towards my self-confidence was seeing other people feel good about themselves and I would look at them like wow like so amazing and they inspire me and they put themselves out there um, they flaunt their stuff. They don't care about 
affect what other people think. And, you know, for me, I saw that in in the group, in the Facebook group that I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, the one that Colorette made. Um, yeah. You know, it's a, uh, the people every day would post selfies of them wearing wearing makeup or doing whatever. And I, I see this community, people put, putting themselves out there, they, they didn't care. They just wanted to do what makes them happy. And you know what really, really made me even more happy and even more, I guess, even more safe with, even safer what was with it? loving myself. Yeah, the support, the immense support um, that I saw from the girls in that group, they were like, oh, the, you know, that really looks good on you, babe. Um, yeah, so sorry for context. Everybody calls everybody babe there because we're all boss babes. Be- okay. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's like the, that, that's like the branding of that particular local brand. It's like, yeah, you're your own boss, babe. We're all bosses here. So everybody calls each other babe. And you know, it's just heartwarming for me to see women supporting women. Yes. And I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to support women. I wanted to be supported by women also. There is it's just really an empowering space. Definitely. There's actually, that just reminded me of a saying that says that empowered women empower women. If you feel empowered, if you if you feel good with yourself, you want to spread it around. And by doing that, you are empowering other women to also do the same thing and just own themselves and own it and be a boss babe, like you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, um, when, um, when my friend, you know, my former friends, you know, we're not friends anymore and then they, they left me. I made my peace with that. And, you know, I found myself another group of friends that support me. They really, um, I'm, I'm the, I don't know how to describe this. For example, I'm like, I'm wearing something like girly or like anything that I, use, I would usually be very, very insecure wearing. Mm-hmm. So my friend, her name is Abby. She would be like, oh, wow, you're so pretty. And oh. she would just like, yeah, and I wasn't even, like, I was just, like, I'm just, like, being here. And then she would suddenly tell that to me. And I would say, I would tell, I would tell her, no, no, I'm not, I really don't see it. And she was like, what, what are you, what are you saying? It's, you really look good. And then, <laughs> that, that really felt good, actually. I mean, it, I mean, yeah, it kind of, it kind of sucks that it had like someone had to someone else had to tell me that but then it helped me and uh, I looked at myself and like yeah why can't I see what they see exactly and that that and yeah and you know it's just such a positive environment that I really really appreciate so I guess that really the community or the kind of people that you are with it really really affects how you would perceive yourself as much as we want to not let others 
affect us. Like a, sm- a small comment really goes a long way. And that really inspired me to like, you know, support women, support men and women alike, everyone that I come across and just try to spread that kindness. Because the, that one simple gesture, what it did for me, it really went a long way. And I just wanted to also empower other people with that. I absolutely love this. You know, when we realize that what we do also affects other people and we decide to consciously be kinder and just more supportive, it's just, it's just an amazing initiative and definitely something that I'm actually happy to see it happening more often. I don't know if it's because maybe the people around me change, but I feel like everyone is more accepting and more loving and more supportive. Like, oh, you have this new idea go for it. Oh, you want to try this out? Go for it. Oh, you want to discover this new amazing thing? Go for it. You got this. And that's just a mindset and an environment that's, it's just amazing to be part of. And contributing to it is just, is the treasure because knowing that you are also helping people and, you know, helping them with themselves the way they helped you. It's awesome. Yeah, that's um, that's really very, the feeling, I can't even begin to describe, especially when finally you're trying to contribute and try to repay the kindness forward that you have received, despite all your negative experiences with other people. I feel like that's a really huge, huge thing. Definitely. What do you think people need in order to be more at peace with themselves? I think they just, they need more of like a supportive environment, really. Because as we mentioned earlier, um, people affect us. And as much as we don't want them to, I mean, it happens. It's, It's a reality of life. But, you know, um, there was also one other thing that I realized when you asked me that question because right now I'm just at peace with myself and I began reflecting, what was one thing that changed? And I feel like that's the thing that people need more to be at peace with themselves. They need to be more more selfish in a way they need to just not care they need to stop and let go of all the negative things and accept that okay the negative thoughts will always be there but they need to know that there won't be anyone else out there that will 100% or fully support them, but themselves. Exactly. So they, I, yeah. So, um, I'm I'm sorry if if I I hope I make sense when I say for people to be more at peace with themselves, they need to trust. They need to trust themselves, really, and they need to realize that no one, no one in this world can can change it I mean it has to it has to start within yourself you have to be the first person 
to make that decision for yourself because the first person that will always be there to help you is yourself. You're the one person that you can always, always rely on. And I mean, I think that's just true. (laughs) Definitely. It's also about realizing that at the end of the day, when you go to bed at night, you're just left with your thoughts and you're just left with you. And it's also about realizing that we all go through it. And like, it's an example that I use before applying for new positions and, you know, trying out new experiences. Sometimes I'm just very insecure about my lack of experience or the fact that I haven't tried this enough or I don't know how to handle this. But then I realized that no one knew how to do this also. They just had to go for it and start and, you know, do it and give themselves the chance to grow and to learn and do it from a place of love and passion and kindness for oneself. And that just helps you grow so much because yeah, you become yeah, I more loving, more productive, more caring, and overall just grounded and tethered with yourself and that's a huge gift yeah I agree it's really a huge huge thing I mean that's something I feel like at least that's something that most people overlook because they always I mean I I myself was I'm guilty of thinking like this I always felt like I needed someone else to yes. make me feel a certain way. When in fact, um, I, I only ever needed myself. I only ever needed my own support. I only ever needed myself to believe in myself, if, if that makes sense. Because, yeah, I mean, when I started realizing that I shouldn't be, I should be on the same side with myself. We're on the same team. We're just one person. And the only person that can help me achieve self-love is myself. And the only person that's, that will always consistently be there for me is myself. So Exactly. I, this is just, yeah. I couldn't have said it better. You encompassed everything and you wanted it so in such a beautiful way. And it's really important that we all realize this. I think, you know, especially right now, we're both in university and we are recent adults <laughs> and we are just coming to realize all of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, with stepping into adulthood, there are just so many more things that you learn and that you learn from this concept. And one of them is definitely what you said, the fact that at the end of the day, me, myself, and I should all be on the same team because we're in this together and we are in this to win. What is the point of being against yourself? You should be with yourself, team up, encourage yourself, support yourself in the nicest ways. Just go like, you got this, you can do this. You, You are smart enough for this. You have what it takes. You are beautiful. You got this. Queen. Queen, boss babe. <laughs> yeah. Queen. And, you know, and it really, really saddens me because 
I mean, I do recognize that doing all those things, encouraging yourself, um, it's a really difficult, difficult thing to do. I mean, I struggled with it for years. It's uh, what year is it now? It's 2020. I've been struggling with it for the past 10 years. So it's, I understand if, you know, people find it hard to team up with themselves, to stop fighting with themselves. Yeah, I think that's also important to acknowledge. But, you know, there's really no other way to it. <laughs> so, yeah, sooner or later, we all have, all we have is ourselves. And as much as we want to rely our happiness or on others or rely on others for acceptance and validation... I want, you know, people, I want to encourage people to, why not shift that mindset? Why not, you know, seek for your own approval? Ask for your own validation. Like we ask all of these, um, we seek all of these things from other people. Why can't we do it to ourselves? I mean, if, if, I, if I make sense. <laughs> You are making perfect sense, honestly. It's more about, you know, as you said, seeking approval from oneself and being at peace with what you're doing rather than relying on other people. And actually, you know, sometimes it's okay to rely on friends and family when we're feeling low, but that's too much of a responsibility to bear for them. If it's something that we are not able to do for ourselves, how can we expect someone else to do it for us? You know, once yeah. I started thinking this way, I just got more responsible with myself because I realized there are things that I don't do for myself, that I just expect other people to do for me. For example, complimenting the way I look, I could wear an outfit and like it, but I wouldn't really be convinced of it until someone else would tell me that it looks good enough. But then, you know, just realizing that if I don't do it to myself, how can I expect someone else to do it for me? I love that you said that. I agree so much. I mean, I say this so much to you, but I couldn't agree more. And I couldn't have said it better. So why don't we do this to ourselves more? Why don't we compliment ourselves more? And I love that you said that because... It's something that we really do. We are all guilty of. We are all guilty of waiting for someone else's, but someone else's compliment or someone else's praises to feel validated. And I'm just thinking, why can't we just validate ourselves? It's. A, I mean, we can do that, right? Like we can tell ourselves, "Oh, you look good," and it will matter because. What you think about yourself matters so much. It's really important how you see yourself, your opinion of yourself. It really affects us all, our, ourselves also, even more so than what other people think, I feel like. I, f I honestly feel like it's even more important than the, the perception that others have of us. The perception that you have of yourself is just way more important because, <clears throat> you know, I, 
at the end of the day, if you are secure in your own self and if you are at ease with the person that you are, it's not going to be easy to sway you. And it's not going to be easy to just, for anyone to just come and change your values and change you because you know who you are, you know what you're worth and it just makes you way more unique and special because you are realizing what a treasure you are. Yeah, I super duper agree with that. It's just, this is like something that we should do more really. Um, how we perceive ourselves. We really need to be kinder with how we perceive ourselves. And I feel like we are very, we are mo we are the hardest when it comes to ourselves. Like if you can forgive, let's say when someone wrongs you, right? Like you can easily forgive that person, especially if that person is someone special to you and if they apologize for it. Uh, let's just transfer all that energy, positive energy that we pour out to other people, and transfer it to ourselves. Definitely, and you know sometimes it's also about learning when we have to put our needs above the needs of others and just privilege ourselves and be our own priority because even with the way that we interact with our loved ones no one is going to be thinking about someone else's well-being all the time and at times we just need to do that for ourselves and just be present for ourselves so It doesn't mean that we love them less. It doesn't mean that, you know, they're toxic or anything. It just means that at times we all need to just go like, hey, I need to take some time off to spend with me, to focus on me. And that doesn't mean I don't love you in US. That doesn't mean there's no love lost. It's just that for now, I need to focus all that love back on myself because I feel like, I have been losing a little bit of myself, especially in today's world where everything is so hectic and fast-paced. It's so easy to get lost with everything and just not put time aside at the end of the day to just reconnect with ourselves. Like, hey, did you have a nice day? What did you like? What didn't you like? How do you feel? Is there anything that you can do to just feel better? And, you know, we really do need to be a priority to ourselves. Yeah, I totally agree. It's also something that a lot of people tend to forget, really. Um, especially, you know, from my own experience, um, I used to bend over backwards for people. I wanted to help them always. I wanted to make them always. I want to make them happy. I want to make them satisfied. If they needed my help, I will come running. I will drop everything and I would just help them with whatever they need. And if they needed me to be there, like whatever it is, I would be there for for them. But then um, I started feeling something weird when I was in that. I felt very, um, what's the word? I felt very drained, felt very exhausted. I was unhappy at some point. Because I was always um, doing things for others and I didn't really have time to, to you know, look after myself. And uh, I think I had to 
I had to pause everything and I realized that, you know, I can't always go around helping people, especially when it's at my own expense anymore. Like when it's at the expense of my mental well-being, it's at the expense of my physical well-being also. And it was um it was something that I had that I realized that I had to set boundaries with my friends because I won't be available 24-7-365 to be able to help them. Um, I needed to recharge because I realized I do have my own needs that I need to attend to and I won't be able to help them if I'm feeling exhausted. I won't be able to help them if I don't feel happy, if my well-being is if the status of my well-being is not so good and if it's low so you know it starts by that process wherein I just took a step back and realized that it was okay to put myself first and that my friends if they were if they were really my friends they would understand that because I'm for sure they also need that for my for themselves and that's really a good a great thing for for you to do for yourself is to be able to set boundaries so that you are able to protect yourself also from feeling bad for example yeah yeah definitely and I think it's really important to sometimes just invest in oneself and take a step back in order to show up as our best self and be present for our friends. And as you said, it's something that we also want for them. We also want them to love themselves the way that they love us also. And this kind of self-love is something that I just hope for everyone that I wish everyone can experience because it is very fulfilling and it's important to be surrounded by people who also, you know, sometimes have to put their needs above you that sometimes that also prioritize themselves and see their self their self-love care and their own well-being as a priority because if we don't we are just going to be negatively impacting one another because we are not steady in our own selves and so sometimes it's really important to just take a step back and invest in yourself and have your friends invest in themselves so that when you only up, you are the best possible version of yourself. Yeah, I I agree 100% because it really will come to a point where, you know, we will negatively take and put our needs first because sometimes, you know, if you try to help, even if, you know, you're, you know in your stuff that you're not in you're not in the position or you're not in the proper headspace to to extend that help for someone or to be there for someone. You might even be doing more harm than good when you attempt to help them. And you're just going to hurt each other in the process. And it's going to be a very toxic environment, I, su- I suppose, because because we we both have to realize when to stop. And if we just, you know, force force our friends to 
you be there always it starts to really become draining and that would, that will create a very negative and toxic environment and that everyone will just suffer suffer together and and that's something that happens a lot actually well at least um, with the people that i know like they always end up in the same situation and i wish that they could just take the time to put their needs first because they do deserve that um they do deserve that for themselves everyone deserves that i mean it's okay to put our needs above others especially if you know that this is something that's doing harm already to you it's something harmful to you already so you just need to separate yourself from that and you're not a bad guy for doing so i feel like um a lot of people feel guilty whenever you know and especially when a friend needs their support and they're just not emotionally ready to give that they might feel this guilt inside of them and i want to emphasize that it's okay if you're not ready it's okay you don't need to feel guilty you don't you're not obligated to always put your need uh, to always put the needs of others above your needs because you also matter you're also worth it absolutely absolutely yes <laughs> and <laughs> no bottom line is self care and self love is not selfish because you are coming from a place of love a place of care and you have no bad intentions of making someone else feel bad on the contrary when you invest in yourself you can just impact other people in such a beautiful and lovely way and that's something that should really be highlighted it's okay to not always be present it's okay if you feel like you know certain situations drain you and you need to take a step back from that and it's okay yeah. you invest in yourself and to be more loving and caring because self love is not selfish it's the purest act of love for me yeah yeah that's that's really that really encapsulates everything <laughs> that you know we we all matter we all matter and i feel like i mean it might not feel like you're worth it there are days that you might feel worthless i mean there i mean even now i still feel that but you know we all are we all matter we are all worth it and we all deserve that self love and self care exactly and yes i wish people realized that more definitely what would you say are your key takeaways from all of this from your entire self love journey and from just your experience as a human being um i definitely learned a lot of things but i guess the really big thing that i learned is that no one can make me love myself people can go on and support me people can go on and love me and tell me compliment and praise me and support me but what they say will never matter if me myself and i don't believe that 
if I don't allow myself to accept those compliments, to accept the positivity, and if I just keep, keep, um, what's that? What's that term? You know, keep locking myself up and keep building these walls, these very negative walls. Even, um, I would never be able to go here. So it really just, if there's like one thing I can say, it all starts with yourself. There's really no one else. No one can help you. They can try. They can try and help you. I know a lot of people has tried to help me. And when I wasn't open to that, their help just went to waste. So I had to open my heart. I had to open my mind. I had to really wake up and allow myself. And there was no one else that had that ability but myself. And when I realized I had that power over myself, I had that power, it just all went down from there. Um, I real, when I realized that, I do have the power and, you know, we have the, this great authority over ourselves that we don't even realize that how we think and how we entertain the, and how we cope with all the negative thoughts or the negative experiences that we have, it really impacts us in a way. And we will, you know, at, when you're deep down in a well, Someone can throw you a ladder, or someone can give you a rope so that you're gonna so that you can climb out of that well. But who will take that first step? Who will move? It's certainly not them. You're the one that's gonna grab that rope and pull yourself up. You're the one that's gonna climb up that ladder. And if you're not ready to do that, you have to be ready to do that. You have to do that for yourself. You have to do that in order to get out of the well and just see how beautiful yeah. the world is and everything it has to offer and everything that you have to offer as a human being. Yeah. I mean, the way we think really impacts ourselves. I mean, you, you can, I mean, you don't have to like believe it completely. You can just, you know, fake it till you make it. That's a really, really true saying and really effective sometimes you have to sometimes you just have to force yourself even if all these thoughts are saying you can't do this you're not worthy enough you lack the skills those will never be confirmed if you never try for your try and see for yourself if you never give yourself a chance i mean how else would you come out of that well of that deep dark well right exactly because no one someone else won't climb for you i mean if that makes sense I'm, it's a weird um metaphor that i've thought of but it's it summarizes my experience so well it's, yeah. a, it's actually the best metaphor i could have ever you know had to really portray this and really explain it in a way that everyone can understand so that was beautiful Thank you. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I, I feel, I'm sure maybe a lot of people can relate to this, but, you know, when you're at your lowest point, like rock bottom, you feel trapped, 
uh, everything around you is dark and you know it's like you're stuck in a well in a deep well and you know people can try to help you but if you don't take that first step i mean it really relies on yourself you um are we have this huge power really and it's taking that first step it's a really important part in this whole self-love and self-care journey Definitely. And you're the one that needs to take that first step. Exactly. So if anyone was waiting for it, this is your cue to take that first step. Go. Do it now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do it now. I mean, become, if you think of it, I mean, you, you won't lose anything really if you try. And exactly. if you, yeah, and if, For example, um, if you try for something that you're not confident in, and let's say, I mean, it's not a perfect world. Um, people, we will experience failure. And then that's okay. That's okay. It's very okay to fail. Um, that's another um, takeaway that I, learned, that I have. It's okay to fail. And it's okay to be afraid of failure but what's not okay is for you to be paralyzed by that fear because it's everybody fails i can't think of a single person that hasn't failed in life no matter how successful they have become i mean that process they probably have failed multiple times and you know it's okay it's a learning experience where everyone is here to learn no one is born no that knowing everything no one is born with all the skills it takes time and i wish you know people invest in their in themselves more and they and when they fail i hope that doesn't discourage them i hope that that failure encourages them even to try harder and to try better it just means that there is something that you need to learn more or you need to improve upon. I love this. I just, I absolutely love everything that you've been saying. And I'm so happy that we're doing this together, to be honest. <laughs> I really feel so honored and privileged that you invited me. Thank you. Now on to, I would say our closing question, if you could. What would you tell your 10 years old self? Wow, I really love this question. Um, with all the knowledge and all the experiences that I had now, and if I can tell something to my 10-year-old self, is that never lose sight of who you want to become and that you know you <laughs> it feels weird I'm imagining I'm talking to myself to my 10 year old self yeah, this and is that you should always be the person be a person that you know you yourself will like because no people can say a lot People will always have something to say, but it's important that you are someone that likes yourself 
that likes who you are and that if you don't if there's something that you don't like about yourself or if there's something you see as a flaw then it's not the end of the world um there you will always have a chance to improve yourself and grow and i hope that you will always give that chance to yourself and you always allow yourself to grow and learn and you know <laughs> you and what i've said earlier is that you hold the power yes you do yeah this is just i'm imagining you talking to your younger self as you're saying all of this and it's it's something that i think we should all hear and i wish that i could have had all of this as a kid even though you know my parents were always very supportive and did tell us all of these very nice and empowering affirmations but there's just something different about imagining your older self telling that to your younger self you know yeah actually i like um i'm also imagining my 10 year old self i mean i probably know what I'm, i i think i have a rough idea of where maxine 10 at 10 years old was and you know if there was someone if i were to come from the future and tell my 10 year old self those things i would feel comforted in a way i guess <laughs> You know, in a way, we can also see this as our 30 or 40-year-old self telling our 20-year-old self this. You know, like our adult self feeling. You know, enjoy the ride. Life has so much in store for you, but keep sight of who you are, keep sight of who you want to become, as you said, and just enjoy the ride. You know, don't stress yourself too much over things that you can't control. If there is an, if there is anything that you can control and you want to change it you have the power to do that and you can do it you are capable you have what it takes and you got this yeah i agree so much i hope that's also something that everyone realizes everyone has what it takes and we all have that power if ever there's something about us that we do not like or that we want to change and it fits within our control then they should go for it especially especially if it will make them happy their happiness their own happiness matters more than what other people will say about them yes 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 at the end of the day if you are happy It's okay. Like it's okay if the people around you aren't really as happy with it as you are because there is something that I really like and that's also really inspiring to just own up who you are. It's the fact that we attract the same energy that we radiate. So if we are, you know, giving out positive vibes and we are giving out just loving and empowering and great vibes we're going to attract people that think the same way and that just see life the same way as well and all of those people who don't necessarily see life this way or who can be toxic sometimes they can fade away and be replaced by better people who can help us grow and learn and just 
have fun as we make our way through life. Yeah, and there's something that I just want to add to that. Um, and as we go through life, we can always, I mean, as we go through life, there will be times that we will stumble, there will be times that we will fall, there will be times that we will feel all these negative emotions. And while it's important to, you know, give ourselves some self-love and care for ourselves and believe in all these um, affirmations, I think it's also important to allow allow ourselves to feel sad and then if you feel sad today i mean there's nothing bad about that it's 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 life it's part of it's part of life we can't be always happy all the time and we have to allow ourselves to to feel those emotions we have to give ourselves the space to to cry to maybe vent or to even be angry at times but but we should never ever stay in those emotions but it's important to allow ourselves to feel those negative emotions as well exactly life isn't always rainbows and sunshines but we have to experience the sadness and the pain in order to just really enjoy the happiness and content that can come later yeah and if we allow ourselves to be hurt to feel pain i think that's a very very human thing to experience and we shouldn't be in this um in this uh, mindset that oh no um, i'm sad i should be happy right now and then force ourselves to be happy i mean give yourself time to wallow in that sadness but don't stay in there for too long <laughs> i mean oh you can i mean give yourself time it's okay to give yourself time it's okay if you can't get to the to where you want to be yet but give yourself time and all but don't get stuck give yourself the experience to just feel it and wallow in it as you said but the most important thing is that you pick up yourself at the end of the day and you just realize it's not permanent it's just temporary and it's something yeah. that will pass just as everything does and it's gonna be okay at the end <laughs> this is so cliche yeah i mean as cliche as it may sound um it will pass really i mean we will all go through a series of highs and lows and yeah um, yeah that's what i was trying to say you couldn't have said it better um it's important to pick pick ourselves up at the end of the day and just continue we owe ourselves that definitely so if anyone needed to hear this i hope that you can learn something through our experience and especially through the wise words that Maxine has been saying because it's a huge piece of advice that would be really valuable and that can really help us in the future. So thank you so much for sharing all of that. <laughs>
thank you also for having me here. Um, it was really, I hope that um, those who will hear, those who hear this can take something away and I hope you guys will feel at, and if like someone feels empowered I will be, feel very happy and yeah that's that's all for me I guess <laughs> thank you so much Nixie so guys that was it I hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode I honestly love it so much <laughs> I can't even explain it I really had fun recording it with Mexi and I had fun editing it and just I'm really excited to be sharing this with all of you I hope that you could get some maybe some wisdom out of it maybe learn from our own experiences and yeah <laughs> stay safe stay kind stay healthy and until next time